<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Glad you're with us today. We begin with breaking news. Hunter Biden's special counsel, David Weiss, informing federal district court judge Mary Ellen Noreka that he will be seeking federal charges by September 29th against Hunter Biden. The charges reportedly will be related to Hunter Biden's illegal firearms purchase, which is a felony and carries a jail sentence of 10 years. We'll keep you up to date as more details are released. We're 424 days away from the 2024 presidential election, and the Soros family election interference campaign is about to get underway. Earlier this year, George Soros turned over his Open Society Foundation, Election Interference Foundation, to his son, Alexander Soros. And this week, Alex wrote an op-ed for Politico, forthrightly laying out his opposition to President Trump and forthrightly saying he'll do everything in his power, everything, to prevent Trump from becoming the nominee in 2024. Soros says a MAGA-style Republican victory in next year's presidential election would, in the end, be worse for the European Union than for the U.S. Alex Soros saying, in effect, I think you'll agree, that he's unafraid of breaking the law and interfering in U.S. elections in order to protect Europe from a U.S. president. Now, that is quite a piece of rationalization on his part. Just months ago, by the way, Alex Soros, back in May, met with Vice President Kamala Harris at her private residence along with some Marxist mega-donors. Visitor logs show Soros and company arrived at the Vice President's private residence at 4 p.m. and didn't leave until midnight. Now, what do you suppose was on their minds? What were they plotting? Harris talked with the Daily Mail this week and reassured the American people that if the puppet president is unable to finish out his term or a potential second term, she is ready to, quote, take over. What selflessness in service to the nation. Here she is. Every vice president understands that when they take the oath, that they must be very clear about the responsibility they may have to take over the job of being president. I am no different. Harris wasn't the only vice president we heard from this week. Former Vice President Mike Pence, currently polling at 2 or 3 percent, telling Fox News it's time to choose between Donald Trump and Vivek or traditional conservatism. I know, folks, Mike Pence and conservatism. Oh, uh, my goodness. Doesn't he pay attention to polls the American people are choosing? But take a listen to him. 
You look at this Republican field, whether it's uh, my former running mate or some of his imitators, and uh, there is a push uh, in this Republican primary to to move us away from our party's historic commitment to American leadership on the world stage, to a commitment to fiscal responsibility and reform in the face of a massive national debt crisis. Uh, and many of those people I shared the stage with, including my former running mate who wasn't there, want to marginalize the right to life and relegate it to a state's only issue. You know, I, I came to this party, Bill, uh, during the Reagan years, uh, and, uh, and, and I really believe and not only the pathway to victory for the Republican Party in the fall of 24, but the way we restore security and prosperity for the American people is to deliver a standard bearer and an agenda that's built on that common sense, conservative agenda that has always delivered greater security and prosperity for the American people and and I say with great humility uh, that I'm the most proven, the most consistent, the most qualified, and the most tested conservative in this race. Mike Pence didn't have the courage to stand up for election integrity on January 6th. He doesn't have the moral courage to lead this nation now. The Foundation for Individual Rights has found something interesting. Harvard University has the worst record in the country for free speech. Harvard was the number one school for being against free speech. The second worst, University of Pennsylvania. Two Ivy League colleges with that extraordinary award. In just a few moments, we'll be joined by House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. We'll be talking about whether there will be a Biden impeachment inquiry this month. I believe Comer is making great headway in that direction, especially considering all the Marxist-Dem opposition and obstruction He's had to contend with from the rhinos as well. Fox host Steve Ducey, by the way, arguing with his co-host this week, saying that Comer hasn't shown any evidence whatsoever that Biden broke any laws. Here he is. The Republicans in those districts that Joe Biden won, they've got to be able to say, look, I voted for it because look at this. It shows that there was corruption, actual corruption, not just bank records, but things that show that laws were broken. So far, Comer and company have not been able to. But it's so overwhelming. It is anybody with just a discerning mind and is not blatantly biased knows that Joe Biden Joe Biden's already lied. He already lied. He's already everything. been caught lying. He lies every day, and he's been lying for years, but never before as egregious as this. And not one person has even asked him. Well, they'll impeach. Did you meet with Tony Bobolinsky? Did you say, right. uh, talk about business deals? Nobody asked him this, and he won't sit down and talk to anybody. Right. And uh, you say no business dealings? What about this? What about this phone call? What about the, you know, what was yeah. it, 15, uh, 17 phone calls? What about playing golf with them? What about, what about firing the prosecutor? Well, then why American money. Why don't the Republicans what, call those Biden they should, family members? They should. They're right, so quick they to should. impeach Donald Trump. But yet when it comes to Biden, everyone's slow walking this. We need to get to the bottom of it. Joining us now is the man who's angered the White House, a desperate White House now, Congressman James Comer. Mr. Chairman, great to have you with us. First of all, your committee doing great investigative work, producing evidence that the Bidens are running what amounts to a global racket and have been for a long time. You've got the White House hopping mad, absolutely furious. They're attacking you personally. Your reaction to it all? Yeah, you know, Lou, they've been attacking me for eight months. Ever since I gained entry into the Treasury Cabinet, uh, which, as you know, had the suspicious activity reports where we found more than what had been previously reported. And I came out and was transparent with the American people and said, 
Look, the six different banks have accused the Bidens of money laundering, and we found seven more family members that were in on the the schemes, and we found 20 shell companies. Ever since then, they've had a full-on war against me. They've been running uh, web ads in my district on Instagram and Facebook. They've got billboards in my district with the billboard companies that uh, aren't owned locally. Uh, they're selling them ads to attack me. And now they set up a war room in the White House. Look, all they have to do, Lou, to make me look bad is is provide what we're asking. And and if if in fact they weren't receiving all this money, and in fact Joe Biden wasn't involved with it, then that would do the more the most damage to me of anything. But instead, they continue to obstruct and try to attack my credibility. You know, I'm shocked. I'm truly shocked that the White House hasn't offered to turn over the uh, Internal Revenue Service records of the president of the United States just to show how pure and uh, clean uh, his records are of any suggestion of outright corruption. Aren't you? Yeah. I mean, look, he said he was going to be the most transparent president in history. He's the least transparent president in history. And by the way, I believe he's involved front and center and what will go down as the biggest political scandal of my adult lifetime. Uh, This guy has been taking money from foreign nationals through his family for decades, and that's a national security concern in addition to being extremely illegal. Uh, Without question. And uh, today we're treated uh, to an NBC News statement categorically saying there's no evidence that Biden is behind Trump indictments. I mean, that's a categorical statement from a a news network, NBC News, defying both the facts uh, and the, the judgment of the United States Congress. There, there's no evidence except for uh, lots of bank records, lots of emails, pictures, sworn testimony, WhatsApp messages, text messages, emails, emails to pseudonyms. And the list goes on and on. I mean, there's more evidence of wrongdoing on Joe Biden than there has been more evidence produced in a probably half the criminals who are in jail for life. I mean, this guy has been peddling access to our federal government for years, and he's finally gotten caught. Remember, if we hadn't won the majority, Lou, and I hadn't gotten subpoena power and my oversight committee hadn't worked together so well, we wouldn't know any of this. The American people would still think the the laptop was Russian disinformation. They would believe what Joe Biden said, that uh, his son never took money from China and no money ever changed hands while he was vice president, and that uh, he never met with any of these people, and that his son was a legitimate business person. All of these were lies that the that the mainstream media coordinated with Joe Biden and the Democrat National Committee to make the average American believe. And I think despite the fact that the mainstream media is is not covering this, I think the American people are getting their news from other sources and they realize that Joe Biden uh, is probably the most corrupt president we've ever had in our history. I can't think of a single political presidential scandal that rises anywhere near this level and I would just get a sense from you and uh, your view of your the people you've got, your investigators, your attorneys, uh, your staff. Uh, how how is their morale, and uh, how keen are they uh, to to take this on? Because it is a fight to the finish. 
Yeah, the morale is good with the staff. We keep finding new evidence. I mean, just three weeks ago, we found the pseudonyms. I mean, we 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 tied the pseudonyms to an email to Hunter Biden. We believe that the National Archives is sitting on dozens more emails through the pseudonyms where Hunter Biden's name was redacted. I mean, this is very serious. Not only were they trying to hide that Joe Biden was in on the communication by using pseudonyms, they redacted Hunter being copied on these emails. Unbelievable. I mean, the, the, so, you know, the what I've always studied about Watergate was the cover-up was bigger than the crime. Well, what we found are not just many crimes committed by the Bidens, but a massive cover-up, and not just one agency. This isn't just being covered up by Merrick Garland. I subpoenaed uh, Mayorkas this week because he's part of the cover-up. We were working very well with Secret Service to try to, to bring in people that were part of uh, when the IRS was investigating Hunter Biden and they were about to knock on his door and someone leaked to the Biden lawyers and to the, the Joe Biden transition team that uh, the IRS was fixing to come knock on their door and they, they got that halted. We, we tried to identify those Secret Service people. We think we were just about there and working great with Secret Service. And then Mayorkas tells them to stop cooperating with us. That's called obstruction. So not only is Merrick Garland obstructing, not only is Jamie Raskin and, and his little band of Democrats on the House Oversight Committee obstructing, now you got Mayorkas obstructing. Mm -hmm. And and it's this is a pattern that everybody should be concerned about with our federal government. Why are they not being targeted right now by at least one of the various congressional committees uh, this very moment? I, the corruption yeah. is just astounding. It is. And, you know, so my House Oversight Committee is investigating the Bidens. We're following the money. Right. We, we've found is the cover-up. So there's the crime and then there's a cover-up. There's two investigations now. So I'm working with Jim Jordan on Judiciary, Jason Smith on Ways and Means, and we're trying to identify every single person in the federal government that was a part of the cover-up. And uh, then we're going to see what we can do to hold them accountable. Lou, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm pretty upset because I think the first time to hold them accountable would be uh, over the next three weeks with the budget, but I don't know how that's going to turn out. We'll see, but I'm, I just want you to know I'm fighting hard to, to make massive cuts in these agencies where we know they have abused their power and we know they've weaponized the government. Uh, that's one way, obviously. Another way is to hope we get a Republican administration and we get a good, decent attorney general that'll come in and hold these people accountable because we're going to have lots of criminal referrals. Uh, criminal referrals. We're talking with Congressman James Calmer. He's the chairman of the House Oversight Committee. Uh, and we are going to take a quick break. We'll come right back with him. We have got a lot to talk about uh, the rampant corruption and a Congress that right now is working full tilt to find the truth of the matter when it comes to the Biden scandals. We'll be right back. Stay with us. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Congressman James Comer, Chairman of the House Oversight Committee. I, you were talking about the the cover-up and the investigation that is suing is ensuing there. I have to ask this. Are you getting the cooperation and the support and the leadership you expect from Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, Kevin McCarthy has done everything I've asked. You know, and if you interview Daryl Issa or Jason Chaffetz, uh, previous oversight chairs, they will tell you that uh, John Boehner and Paul Ryan didn't give them the green light. They, they, you know, put through a wrench in a lot of their investigations. Right. Kevin McCarthy has never done that with me. McCarthy's got a tough job. We don't have a big margin, as you know, in the House, and we've got some Republicans that I don't I don't know why they ran for Congress. They don't want to do anything controversial, you know. But uh, you know, he's trying to do the best that he can with with the membership that we have. But I do believe that we'll have a vote on impeachment inquiry in the next three weeks. I do believe it'll pass. I do believe that'll give me more assets and more tools when we go to court. What I've been doing, Lou is building a case because we knew it would come down to a couple of different bank accounts that they were going to fight the hell out of us because we believe these bank accounts will implicate Joe Biden. And obviously we're going to go to court and we put together, I think, a winning case. And I think the impeachment inquiry will give us more tools and more credibility in court to get these bank records and quite frankly, to get these unredacted pseudonym emails. I mean, th- there's so much evidence out there that we believe is, is is a slam dunk that the federal government or that the Biden legal team is obstructing and, and you know, doing everything to prevent us from gaining access to it. So that's where we're headed is, is court. And I believe that we'll have an impeachment inquiry vote, and I believe it'll pass. And you think that the the impeachment inquiry will go by vote rather than just simply the direction of the speaker. I think so. I'm not sure. I told people I didn't think we had to vote on it, but Kevin did an interview a couple of days ago and said we were going to vote on it. So I, I assume we're going to vote on it. But at, at any rate, I believe we'll have the impeachment inquiry. And, you know, you look, when you look at this with, with McCarthy, it, it it's, a difficult situation in Washington when the Senate is is Democrat and we've got about five Republican senators that might as well be Democrat. So that even right. adds to their majority. And then you've got obviously the worst administration that I can ever remember. But it, it, it if you look at the accomplishments for the House Republicans, the biggest accomplishment is the fact that the Oversight Committee is finding out all this corruption within the Biden family. So I don't think McCarthy's going to do anything to slow us down. I mean, we're a bright spot, I think, in in the House Republican majority. If if none of our energy bills become law, if none of the you know, if no one's held accountable in the budget, you know, if, if we have the the Republicans in the Senate working with the Democrats in the House, and we get a few Republicans that work with the Democrats in the House, 
at the end of the day, the one thing that I think that every American should be proud of is the fact that a House investigative committee determined the most corruption in the history of America. No one in the media, in the mainstream media, uh, not only did they not try to find out this corruption, they attacked us for having the audacity to investigate uh, every step of the way. Well, well, that's nothing. That's not enough. You didn't get Joe. You didn't get Joe. So, you know, we, I think Kevin McCarthy is going to do everything he can to see that we continue to have success because I believe the House Oversight Committee is the bright spot of uh, of our Republican majority right now. I concur. And it is uh, for that reason uh, I ask uh, at the outset about uh, where the uh, the committee is headed uh, and the, the comments that are uh, spewing from this uh, uh, corrupt White House, because it is clear that they're singling you out. Uh, I haven't seen com- comments uh, uh, similar to those that they directed you, uh, uh, directed at other chairmen of these committees, although they're right. doing excellent work as well. They're trying to divide uh, the, the Republican conference from the House Oversight Committee right now. They're, it's clearly their, their strategy, don't yeah, you think? I, I do. I mean, the Democrats are in the media. And that's the thing that, I, you know, I talk to these moderate Republicans. I understand everybody district not like mine. Everybody <laughs> doesn't share our views, Lou. But at, but at the end of the day, I think the one issue that the Americans agree on whether they're liberal or, or, or whether they're liberal or conservative, urban or rural, is everybody detests public corruption. And that's what we've got with Joe Biden. And I think unless you just watch MSNBC for more than two hours a day, you realize that there's public corruption here and that there's a cover up. And and I don't think anybody wants to see that. So that's what I tell the moderates is is look, I believe that you know, we're going to continue this investigation. We're not we're not making accusations. We don't have evidence. Everything that we've accused Joe Biden of doing, we can back up with evidence. And and I think they're buying into that because, you know, we've just got some we've just got some Republicans that would rather not have to deal with stuff that the media is going to attack them on. And if you're attacking Joe Biden, then the media is going to attack you. And they're, you know, the, the media is not really going to do a lot. There's not a lot they can do to me. But they can do a lot to some of these moderate members in these districts, Biden won. And, and, you know, unfortunately, that shouldn't matter. But that's kind of where it is. But I believe we're in a place now, Lou. I think the pseudonyms and having Hunter Biden copied on that email, I think that showed that that Joe Biden was working with Hunter Biden, uh, which we've all known. But thank God there was this email there to prove that. So it's it's absolutely true. And to, to again, to imagine that with everything, all of the evidence that you brought forward, that the administration is getting away with some of this nonsense and the, their friends in the national media. And by the way, it's not just the national left wing media. The other day, Steve Ducey saying uh, you, you haven't produced any evidence I, I, on Fox. Ducey drives me crazy. He drives me crazy. And I'm going to talk about Ducey one of these days. But, you know, look. Uh, I don't know what what more he wants. (laughs) Well, perhaps he doesn't either. That would be my (laughs) guess as well. Uh, Let's turn to, uh, if we may, the the surprises that uh, you're going to reveal. Yeah, I mean, look, we know the bank records that they're putting up a Ford on. They wouldn't, these bank records didn't receive any wires from foreign nationals. So the, the only reason that I would assume that they're, they're fighting us on these bank records is because maybe 
these were the bank these were the bank accounts that were paying for the things that we've seen in the emails where they bought a new roof they paid for the cell phone bills they did some landscaping i mean the emails and hunter complained about having to give his dad half his salary right. I mean, there's documentation that joe was receiving benefits from this dirty foreign money and and we believe we know which accounts they were coming from now it's it's an extraordinary web and the man revealing uh, much of that web right now is congressman james comer chairman of the house oversight committee we're coming uh, right back after these quick words stay with us okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're back now talking with James Comer, chairman of the House Oversight Committee. Uh, Congressman, we're hearing a lot of uh, a lot of talk now uh, about RICO uh, as the president is facing these charges. If that doesn't fit the absolute description of what should be a RICO target, that is the Biden crime family and all of the acting support from various uh, members of the of the federal government, uh, of various organizations, uh, I, I can't imagine what it is. I said RICO in an interview about three weeks before they tried to use RICO against Trump. And I think they realize that this is an organized crime that will evidence points to this being organized. And, and look, you know, you could easily say Hunter Biden was involved in, in a RICO deal. But this is an investigation of Joe Biden, and it's getting closer and closer to Joe every day. I mean, I could make the argument that uh, there's already enough evidence to point to Joe being the ring leader of this, not just knowing, not just lying about, but being the ring leader. Lou. And and when I said Rico, sure enough, three weeks later, they, they threw throw in Rico on, on some of the Trump stuff. So but but you look, this is organized. You don't create 20 shell companies. You don't have this myriad of uh, transfers between shells that, that the banks quick quickly identified as money laundering. You don't have an associate, someone that you were in business with to be part of the first wire transfer if you weren't organized. And, and the way they use pseudonyms to disguise that Joe Biden was in on the communications, the coordination between the, the Biden shady business schemes and the government, everything was organized. This is very organized criminal activity. That is what RICO is all about. 
you're fighting organized crime. You're fighting a crime family. You're fighting uh, all of these uh, <laughs> investigations produced, all of these 20 uh, shell companies. They reach across uh, continents, for crying out loud, from Asia to, to, the, to Europe. Uh, this outrageous, all of this. And meanwhile, you're also fighting not only the White House and a corrupt administration. I want everybody listening to us to understand the entire federal government, the entire federal government is controlled by the Marxist Dems. I can't think of one agency. I can't think of one department in which that is not the case. Can you? No, not at the top. But thank God we had two IRS whistleblowers. Uh, the the information they provided saved us yeah. from Hunter Biden getting a blanket immunity. Thank God for the two IRS or the two FBI whistleblowers that gave Senator Grassley and I the ten twenty three to prove the FBI knew Joe Biden was at least accused of bribery, but yet they did nothing to investigate it. So uh, you there are some people in that we were working with some people in the in the Secret Service that I think hopefully will turn into being whistleblowers to say that that Mayorkas told them to stand down. So, you know, there are good people in these agencies. They're they're uh, undermanned and they're they're outnumbered, but there are some good people and we need them to step forward and, and become whistleblowers. Do like Gary Schlafly and 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 the others uh, did and, and come forward and just tell the truth because history will record and reward people who stood up to this corrupt federal government. And that's what we have right now, a government that's corrupt at the top. You're fighting all of government right now. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that your investigation can go to a single department that will fail to try to protect and cover up for the, for the Bidens. Do you? No. And, and I would look, I, I never was a hardcore conspiracy theorist or anything, but I'll tell you, the deep state is real. I'm fighting the deep state every day. Uh, our government has been infiltrated by liberal activists. You you do a great job explaining that to, to your listeners. And they are, this is, the, this is Armageddon for them. I mean, they are fighting the bloody battle here to do anything to discredit, to stall. They hope that we run the clock out so that uh, somehow the Democrats regain the majority and they can just, just hit delete on all of our good work, which is what will happen if we lose the majority in the House. But again, it's government protecting government, protecting a corrupt president. Yeah. Look, we were having good luck with the Secret Service. And then from uh, what our sources have told us, Mayorkas told them to stop cooperating with us. That's obstruction. And look, you know, if, if Mayorkas hadn't done enough damage to America, by leaving our southern border wide open and allowing 8 million people to walk over here carrying fentanyl and, and crime and, and everything else with them, then uh, what he's doing to, to the American people, not getting the truth about who tipped off. That's all we want to know. Who tipped off? Who tipped off the Biden legal team? And the Biden transition team that the IRS had all this damaging evidence on Hunter Biden and that they were headed to, to Joe Biden. And we that that everyone deserves answers to that because we want to bring those people in and say, why did you do that? 
and, uh, you know, determine if, if they were following orders or if they were doing it unilaterally. Because what we're trying to do is, you know, we're, we're not only are we investigating the Biden crime, we're investigating the Biden crime cover up. And we want to hold these people accountable. And, you know, right now, it's just there's a lot of people in the government that have blood on their hands. We always give our guests the last word. Well, nearly always. Uh, but uh, certainly, uh, your concluding thoughts here on where you're headed and what will be the result. I think that uh, we're going to find more evidence that uh, the White House, uh, both while he Joe Biden was president and when he was vice president, was coordinating with Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden's team to spin a false narrative to mislead the American people about their crimes. I think we're going to find more evidence that showed Joe was front and center we're going to have more criminal referrals, not just for the president's son, but also for the people in the government that were part of the cover-up. And I believe we're starting to see some crimes like a violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act that Joe Biden himself has committed. So uh, that's where we're going to head. I think we'll have an impeachment inquiry that will give us more uh, opportunity to win in court. We're going to court to try to get more bank records. We're going to court to get some emails that were sent with the pseudonyms that were redacted. We want the non, you know, we want, we want them unredacted. We want to know what they said and who was copied on them. And I think uh, from there that uh, it's going to be pretty damaging to Joe Biden. I, I, I would hate to predict his future when we get all this information that the government has been uh, obstructing and, and hiding and, and trying to bury from us. James Comer, chairman of the House Oversight Committee. Mr. Chairman, we appreciate everything you're doing and, and what a wonderful service you are doing for the American people. We thank you. Thank you, Lou. James Comer, definitely a great American. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. Tomorrow, we're joined by our weekly foreign policy team, Gordon Chang and Tony Schaefer. Biden sending billions more to Ukraine. China caught spying on more than 100 U.S. national military and national security sites. And the Pope ramping up his relationship with Xi Jinping as the Pope attacks Western conservative Catholics. All that and much more. Please be with us. Join us tomorrow and each and every weekday. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. And may God bless and save America.